0: Welcome back to another edition of the Para Podcast. This week, I'm joined by Bertie.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: And Forty. G'day, fellas. And Ham. yoo hoo And your host, Hamish. Let's jump straight into it. Eels 24, Warriors 18. Uh, Eels coming away with a good win after a poor game against the Rabbits the week before. Uh, jumping into the stats, uh, tri-scorers, SIBO, Jai Field, Wonga Blake, and... Uh, it happened. Who's this name on here? It
2: happened. <laughs> Hallelujah.
0: Blake Ferguson, also getting over for a meat pie. Mitch Moses, three from four conversions and one penalty goal. One sin bin to the Warriors. We'll get into that a bit later. Possession eels 55% and spent 32 to 26 minutes in possession. 87% completion rate. Uh, We outran them by 200 metres. Three line breaks apiece. Uh, Warriors winning tackle breaks 26-22. Set to... It's Pretty similar average play the ball speed. There we are back to losing that 3.62 <laughs> right to three point six two seconds right and then and then we've got a forty twenty in there. Did we yeah we got that 40-20. Was that a, uh, yeah that was oh, a half time. Yeah, we'll get to that as well. Yeah. Uh, effective tackles around the ninety percent mark. Warriors had to make an extra fifty. Uh, Warriors, although winning the missed tackle and the ineffective tackles, us having three uh, four more missed and five more ineffectives. We had one more area to, error to the Warriors. Warriors conceding eight to three penalties, three uh, ruck infringements. We had four. And then the rest is pretty pretty much it. So how, how did we see it for the positives we'll start with?
3: First 30 minutes, we were just over top of them. They did not look like they were going to even score a try. And then we took all of it. We took our three middles off. Atkins stopped calling six again, and that's when they got us. But that opening 30 minutes, and then, again, when we brought... Uh, Reg Jr. And uh, Nathan Brown back on. That was when we really started showing like we can play, we can win it.
2: It makes you wonder if we just need to go back to leveraging those two props for big minutes. Right. And then Nathan Brown too, as well.
3: I think in the (laughs) finals we will. (laughs) I was just about to say like, why would we do it? Why would we do that now?
2: I, may, may, maybe this week might be a good test, test case for it, but we'll get to that later. But yeah, that mean, the difference between when those guys are on and off the field is just huge. And earlier in the season, I think uh, Kane in particular was doing a much better job at covering that difference. But um, in the last few weeks, I think Evans has sort of either had his mind elsewhere or just hasn't been able to replicate the form that was really carrying the bench for a good part of it. Um, two, two things that really stood out to me that I really liked, one was, um, and it might come for a caveat given he's probably banged up now, but Reed Money was dynamic through the middle. On Sunday, um, really uh, pushed those Warriors in the middle corridor, was sniping out a dummy half, backing up through the ruck, causing all sorts of mischief. And that was really encouraging. And the other thing I, I liked, um, I suppose, is another two things I liked. One, we put Jay Field in a position to succeed. Um, we gave him some opportunity to come back across the sort of covering defense and opportunities to use his footwork and speed, which he scored a sensational try off, uh, one of the tries of the season, which is unfortunately probably forgotten all the hubbub about the Warriors' uh, rather ridiculous first try. Uh, The other one I liked is that in the absence of Dylan Brown, um, we leveraged Sean Lane a little bit for a bit of playmaking, and that's been missing down that left edge, I think. And he set up that first try for Mike Acevo for a beautiful cutout pass. It was a no-look cutout pass too, by the way.
3: Yeah. (laughs) And actually, if you watch uh, a bit later on, we receive a penalty. I can't remember exactly when it was, but uh, Jennings took a a tap. Uh, Lane got the ball off a hit-up, and he was actually looking up. He stepped off his right, isolated the center and winger, and actually had the center facing him. If Jenko and Sivo um, were ready up to that player yeah, it was on. following along, it's two-on-one on the outside there. It would have been try all day. Like So, yeah, I th- you know, the stats mightn't show up, but Laney had a, a very smart game.
2: Bertie, what jumped out to you, mate? Um,
1: <clears throat> I think Goverson running through the middle, backing up, you know, like Armani and like like as much as – so the last four weeks we've been shifting it wide too much and, you know, um, without going forward. And I just thought get back to basics, you know, run it hard – and have Guffo just, you know, sniffing around and just waiting for an offload. Because if you look at Jai Field's try, or Jai Field, sorry. I don't think <laughs> upset about that. Um, he was backing up. And, like, he he done, a, done a, I think, before that as well. He almost made a half a break. Like, it just, it seems like Gufferson, like, Gufferson was just backing up everyone. And, you know, like, trying to, I don't know if it was just where he, he took Roger, two of us, to check as a challenge this week. You know, I need you to support more than him and, you know, have more meters than him. But, yeah, he seems like... We got back to basics and, um, you know, like that pass from Lane, like I don't know how, like, not Lane, sorry, Lane, did I say Hayne? No, you said Lane. I,
2: mean, he said Lane. Sorry, I
1: thought I said Hain for so I don't know why. Well, don't, I'm don't all ga- over the place. Don't
2: gaslight yourself, mate. Come on.
1: Well, I, I, I can't believe like Lane, like he does, sometimes he does nothing and we get angry, right? Like he's just <laughs> laboring out there. Then he whips out a pass like that and you think, Jesus Christ, like I don't want to do it all the time, but he just look. when you look at him, you think this guy is the most unathletic and non-football out there. Player out there, like you compare him to Mato, he's like a specimen, right? And then you look at later, he's just got so much skill. But I don't know when you look at him, I think he's lazy. It's just that pass sums it up. Like it was a crazy pass to Sivo and yeah, just you know, I know we're gonna talk about later on, but the punch, the jersey, the jumper punch, simple. You know, don't be stupid. And everyone's gonna start saying Nathan Brown is a grub now, or just don't do stupid how, how, shit.
2: How uh, that's what the crazy part to me out of that is: is how do you extract Nathan Brown is the grub out of that entire sequence of events? So anyway,
1: he's fuck. He's smart. Like, if he punched him, all right. But he's like, hang on. If I don't punch, this guy's getting sent off. So let me let me just shove him and pin him down. Like, that's not grabbing. That's a, that's high IQ football out there. And we've been saying well, there's a lot of stupid people out there. He's high IQ. He gets punched. And, it, and it's it funny. Even matter against against um Duranga. What's his name? Horsburgh. <laughs>
2: like just. But it's funny how the um the commentary boss and and co kept going about how the Warriors should try and use this whole thing to try and bait Nathan Brown because he's got a history of getting baited, which he only ever once in Parramatta's entire time has been baited against the Dogs in the end of
0: 2019.
2: But yeah, the, 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 the player who got baited was Jaz Tavanga like, Yeah,
1: exactly.
0: Any, yeah. Anyway. he gave a couple of good penalties, way did Yeah, you? exactly.
2: Um, one thing I wanted to question you guys about was, what do you think about Mitchell Moses in this game? Because I sort of challenged him, not like he listens to the podcast, but I challenged him to um, sort of take on a more active role um, when it came to the eels this, this week or the week past, and I think Brad said the same thing about more so it's less about him being unselfish and trying to be more selfish with the ball in hand.
0: mean um, he did. Yeah, I it. thought he ran a bit more. Yeah, and I, his I long say. kicking game was far. Jeez, there was some uh, booming way over kicks. top of the other two yeah. on the other side. Yeah, well, yeah I, th- I thought Gutho yeah. stepped up again in in the absence of Dill Brown. Yeah, as well and that's what we expected. Was
2: exactly been that sort of edge playmaker outside of Moses on both sides.
3: Um, I think. It, it, it was in that opening 30 minutes where we were rolling up the middle with our forwards, but our spine was also rolling right through the middle. And we saw a few times, like little half breaks or whatever. That came from Gutho and Mitchell Moses from playing straight. And then when we were even later in the game, we things were going too far sideways and we weren't scoring tries as easily. Whereas if, you know, Brad should just cut out that first 30 minutes and just say, play that. <laughs> That's
2: what you got to do, boys. Exactly.
0: Like, you know, the Warriors. Uh, in four... Yeah, we
2: were they, having, they were red hot coming into that game.
0: They were- they'd won four of their last five. We'd lost two of our last three. Like, oh, come on. Yeah,
3: so they had an informed team
0: that only just lost to the
3: Panthers, I'm going to say, by six points. And yep. the Roosters by not that much either. So, you know, they'd put up a good fight to the top teams. And, you know, we were, in that first 30 minutes, we were blown off the park. Their forwards were had nothing. And it's all because we focused on... Going straight, hitting short balls, hitting angles underneath, um, you know, calculated offloads and all that. And then it seemed like when the Warriors scored, we panicked a little bit. You know, even though their are two tries, the first one was, in, like, incredibly lucky. Like, that could have been – there could have been a forward pass call. There could have been a back back. We could have shut – Great stone taken out. Yeah. So, like, you can't defend against those. That second one, once two of us sh- – once two of us sh- broke the line, which was poor defending – Kane
0: Evans was in a Warriors jersey a little bit early on that play.
3: But like it seemed after those two tries, like, oh, shit, we've got to – you know, Warriors are going to score um, another two tries here. We've got to put on points. Whereas if we needed someone out there just to say, look, this is what we were doing when we did score our three tries, we need to go back to that.
0: Yeah, no, I, I think I agree with that, Ham. That there was a little bit of frazzle, but I thought there was enough in there. Uh, compared to especially against the Souths, the mental resilience was a lot more, and you know you, you're missing Reed Marnie in that second half for the majority of it as well. So, and he was having a, a fantastic game to start. Yeah, that was his uh,
2: best game. I we talked about it for a bit, but he's been in scratchy form since resigning. But that was like his greatest command of the ruck by far, perhaps all season, including that Newcastle game where he probably won the game for us. So he was yeah. That awesome pass
0: coach. to to Guthrie to put him into space that was just fantastic ruck yeah. work there.
2: Now, uh, speaking of maligned eels, and not like Reed was particularly maligned, but what do we think about the two that sort of copped the big brunt of the fallout from South Sydney in Mike Acevo and uh, uh, Wanga Boik?
0: I'll start with Wanga. Uh, what about back? He was getting involved, uh, smashing. Uh, uh, that third try to the Warriors, I, when I listened to, uh, to to the Cumberland Throws podcast, I think you guys were putting a bit of blame on Fergo there, but I thought it was the one, one negative from Wanga's game was... His front up, first up contact on that play. I thought if yeah, he got it was, it was a proper contact. Yeah, yeah. He, he
2: allowed. Um, uh, I always say his name uh, Purim? Per-
0: uh, yeah, Purim.
2: to uh, sort of skip to the outside and didn't make great initial contact, but he did recover. And that's but it was that that sort of moment where he letting on the outside, which caused Fergo to go onto two minds. So that's why it was in in absolute terms, I put it on Ferguson's shoulders. But yes, there was definitely liability for of there in that play for sure.
0: But other than that, fantastic. And the try scored, also fantastic. I thought I thought it was going to be called held up. I thought it was, we just didn't have that luck with the bunker, did we? The, the, the going up no try where every Warriors try went up a try. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh God, they're going to send this other no try and find a way to overturn it, but uh, uh, to not overturn it. But uh, fortunately, that wasn't the case.
3: And um, good effort to chase down uh, Tuvatsa Shekhov. Yeah, yeah,
2: he he filled the gap that Dylan um, would have done otherwise. So good to see someone get get on the wheels in the cover defense, even if it didn't result in the um, uh, try being stopped.
0: Yeah, we talk about lucky bloody ball getting caught up in ankles and feet there and, yeah, just bullshit. Um, (laughs)
3: And even though he possesses the physical skills, he hasn't really been known for his um, ruck work and trying to help the ball out. But 13 runs, 104 metres – um, no, it's very good. Especially when, um, I suppose we'll talk about Michael Sivo now. Uh, the ball didn't really go his way. I think. That yeah. Like, half.
2: like the meter. But, I look at his stats and the meters are shockingly low, but I felt like he was involved early on and then yeah. sort of just didn't, didn't get there. I suppose the good thing was under the high ball, he was much better again. So,
0: yes. And defensively,
3: ball,
2: defensively, he made a think- huge, huge shot on Tulvastashek as well.
0: And also that last play that saved the game there. I know Jennings is the big one on that, but Maker got, got on the ball. there.
2: He actually got on the ball yep. and um, stopped so, uh, Hiku from putting it down.
0: Yeah. Yep.
3: I still think as a winger, especially one of his size, you need to be looking at at least 10, 12 runs a game.
2: I do not disagree. Yeah.
1: yeah I want to praise um Ray Stone. I don't know. If it's his game so, – because you guys watched him in his juniors and how he tackles, but, oh, but it that, seems like – That
2: tackling technique has been there the entire time, but he is a, like a savant when it comes to defense. It's just he knows where to put his head and where to drive guys.
1: Yeah, but like he – it's like as if his mission is, i am got to get this guy on his back no matter what. Yep. Like he's, and he's always there lifting up the legs and making sure the guy gets on his backside, which is – you know, it's good for us because it sort of slows their play the ball down, even though each week we get canned into play the playable speeds. But like every time he's always on the legs – putting them on their back. And, you know, it's it's something – it's a breath, breath of fresh air because not many people do that. Like, Marnie sort of – like, he goes low, but this guy is like a, a genuine leg, you know, grass-cutter type tackle, you know,
3: like. Uh, yeah, pretty... kaiser Pritchard. Yeah. kaiser was ah. also good for those big – you know, find the biggest forward on the field when he's got the ball, put him on his back.
1: Yeah, I think – because I love seeing him and Brown at the same time, and they came up with a good couple of bell ringers, them two together, and I just think, yeah, we need them two together and – I think if anything, more minutes for Stone is going to be a benef- uh, benefit to uh, to Marnie, and I just want to see more minutes—not too much, but like I think he needs to have at least thirty plus minutes a game, you know, to because yeah, he can impact the game, impact the result a bit, you know, every tackle here, here and there. But yeah, it's good to see him um, get more minutes.
0: I thought the bookends were really good in this game after being, you know, belted last week against the Souths. Uh, they would have felt that in their pride a little bit. And I thought uh, Junior Paul Owen and, and Regan Campbell-Gillard were fantastic. And and Junior, he seemed to put the the offload away a little bit in the ball playing, and he was a lot more direct and and taking those hits as well. So um, shout out to those two, the big boppers in the middle. And of course Nathan Brown, you know what you're going to get with him. Yeah, the only the only, every week.
2: the only knock on Brownie was that late error after the try, right? Aside from 80, yeah, played correct. such a great game, and then he gave the the Warriors just a sniff after
0: that error. But yeah, um, but yeah, well, they I mean, scored got a try off. That, that's what I'm saying. They, they got
2: the sniffer off that, yeah. So that um sort of brought the game back to the single score margin. Um, I'm trying to think what other we had a good captain's challenge, which is always pleasant. I think we we're on a bit of a streak of our captain's challenges.
0: Yeah, that's people were saying that that was controversial. You could clearly see the left hand yeah, was yeah, all yeah. over the ball, and I mean, like if Dill Dill Brown gets exactly one where his hand say. is being, you know, he's pulling it away two weeks ago, and it's the back side of his hand. Like you can see the left hand gripping the ball and reefing it out yeah. like how much clear cut do you need to frigging be.
2: And um, Mato had a good second half. I thought once they sort of freed him up to um, run the ball back towards the middle. So it's, I think with the right edge, it's about finding that balance about getting them some early ball and involvement, because I think guys like Wanger and not, not so much Matto mentally, but Matto's is just obviously devastating the ball in hand. I think you want to get them involved earlier in games. And we sort of did that with, Um, it's worth mentioning. This is what I wanted to raise. I forgot um, that we got Wanger involved in by way of some clever video work that we must have done during the week because we kicked early and in behind often. And that sort of yeah, pin, pinned true. the Warriors back early on and sort of negated Tool Shek until he made that awesome run in behind our ruck, uh, care of Kane sort of switching off behind the, the dummy half roll. So, yeah, um, we got one involved that way. And so he's got to find ways to get those guys involved more, I think, which
3: is good. I and- did like that um little kick early on from Gutho. I know it worked out really well from with the bounce and everything. But if you're going to have a team that plays up...
2: Yeah, you gotta, you got to punish them. Exactly.
3: And especially with uh, Adam Pompey. I know, was it, I think, was it Pompey we kicked in behind? It would
2: have been um, their left edge, which was Pompey. Yes, it was Pompey, I believe.
3: Yeah. Um, you know, only played a handful of games. Get him second-guessing himself. Should I come up? Or should I stay Or are back? they going to kick in behind yeah. early? And, you know, and then that's when you can use um, a long cutout pass to Fergo or to Wanga because you've got the defense in two minds there. <laughs> so, you know what else? Ah, speaking of um, two minds... Did you guys like our field goal setup play? Did we have we, one? Did we set yeah, up for we, a field we, goal?
2: We bluffed a field goal and then took it to the left. Because
3: um, I I really enjoyed it because Moses was not deep enough for a field goal but was set up for one. And Gutho was right there waiting for the pass. So you got the r- middle defense rushing up, little kicking behind. I thought it was really smart. That's, um, the, like, that's like, the
2: second formation we've shown this year for a field goal because they had the other one where it was like a really cheeky deception play by Nathan Brown who threw – the uh, second pass to Moses, who then missed it against uh, the Canberra, was it? No. Panthers,
1: I think. Panthers? Yeah, it was Panthers. Definitely. Yeah, because we missed it and they went down like… Yeah, So we've, had, had, we've, we've had a couple
2: of cheeky little setups for um field goals this year. Um, And sort of building off your speaking of two minds quote, uh, Ham, one question I want to ask everyone was, do you reckon it's a different result if um Parramatta, and uh, I'll use this word in inverted commas, controversially don't uh, put the restrictions on George Jennings and Daniel Alvaro?
0: George Jennings is superior to, um to what's his name? Jared Bale. But Jarrett um, Bale set up a try, so I don't know. I don't know if Alvaro does too much in the middle, really. I don't know. Uh, it, was, it, was also, just, it
2: was just funny because Todd, Todd, Todd Payton had, like, I wouldn't say he was salty in the, the sort of pregame interview, but he's like, yeah, I understand because I would have made the same thing, but they've been really good for us. And it's like, yeah, but they're our players, so... We, we don't, well, you
0: just can't. That's the, that's the NRL mandated rule. You just can't do it. So yeah. it is what it is. And like, you know, if, if other teams want to complain, how about you loan your players? Well, yeah, exactly.
3: No, right. Especially
0: since we when,
2: don't,
3: have a, don't have a chance of making the eight. Warriors have now have a cha- still have a chance of making the eight if they win a few games. Give you players. For-
2: well, that's a, that's a very good point, Ham, is that there is what? There must be at least five clubs now. If you're looking at the ladder, who we got? Uh, the Dragons, I suppose, is technically still on the hunt. Um
0: Manly. It's only Dragons and Warriors that are technically still in, aren't they? And Dragons, oh, Tigers too.
2: Tigers actually yeah,
0: lead at, the. Look at their draw. They're <laughs> not like, yeah. No. Yeah, the eight so. set at this point. But
2: yeah, um, Manly, Titans, Cowboys, Broncos, Bulldogs. I mean, they, they should all have an obligation, I suppose, to lend talent to the Warriors in the reigning three rounds.
1: What about uh, Penrith? They got. So, a journal reported today they got like a full 30 well, that, that, healthy to, players. To be, like...
2: to be, I hate to defend Penrith, but they were actually one of the first teams to lend talent in Heverington to the. To the Warriors, but that is a yeah. Fair-
0: he's just been uh, set out for the judiciary reasons. Hasn't <laughs> yeah, <he?
2: laughs> um, it's a fair yeah. point though, Bertie, in that they're the only team I think with a full top thirty available. So maybe they yeah. could they could afford to. But I'm I'm not going to put the knife in the Penrith because unlike the vast majority of clubs, who is it? It's us, Penrith, Roosters.
0: Uh, Roosters, Roosters.
2: Where did Jack Murchie come from? The Sharks.
0: Oh, we said this the other day, but also manly yeah. sort of did a token effort <laughs>
2: and brought back brought back a Albert Hopper Whitehead straight away. Once the there was um grumblings from the father. So
1: <laughs> um, I want to go back to uh, Fergus' try. Hasn't the he? Acceleration. Is oh, yeah. God. Yeah, i was, had
0: that. On the, the, the best. The best part is my The best the, part, the, tip here. The best yeah, part is
2: that there were three or four eels queued up on the inside, and he didn't look at them for half a second. He said, nah. I'm taking and he's one been battling his.
1: a knee all season, like um, with with uh, sw- like and shit. But he turned um, RTS inside out. Like he just, I look like a young Fergo. Maybe that nose that got broken into,
2: you know, they got, up he got whacked in the quickly. nose again as well. Oh, it was yeah, bad too. It was like, an ex- accidental knee. As the guy was coming back through the rock and clocked yeah. the right of <laughs> the nose. Uh,
0: he certainly pinned the ears on that one. Uh,
2: Fergo's nose is amazing. Seriously,
0: <laughs> an NRL wonder. Um all right, do we have any other notes gotta be better next week? But uh we'll um we'll get yeah. to that. In the yeah, pre-book.
1: I'm not I am not overreacting. This is just one win. It's improvement, right? I'm not jumping up and down and buying tickets to the grand final. I'm just thinking it's a step step towards improving and they gotta go on with it, especially Wonga. He has to back it up. He did it against Storm, didn't back it up
3: against South. Exactly, Bertie. That's yeah. a very good call. Um, just one quick uh, it might be a bit negative, but can fuck it I've said it on Twitter. Can Fox stop putting brandy on our game?
0: <laughs> just stop. I hate it. It's the worst. Stop him. Shit. Channel almost <laughs> fine. I can't even that I think that Sterlo as the offsider, so he's pretty yeah, gives a pretty measured take. Um and I can't remember who that who's their main caller? I can't remember. is it Matt Thompson or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's quite good. And they didn't have Gus on the panel either. So Oh, good.
3: They didn't have. I wonder to watch Channel Nine was. Yeah, they-
0: Channel Nine was quite good. I've been watching yeah. a lot more Channel Nine commentary when when that when there's a choice between Fox and Channel Nine. I think I prefer Channel between, Nine. Uh, Justin Hodges, Kevin Walters, Corey Parker. Uh, Most of the time they put those on Fox only games though. So yeah, true.
3: You've got no. Like choice. They'll,
0: they'll do that for the for the three o'clock or the the middle Saturday yeah. game. <laughs> Just the bludgeon games. Yeah, it's pretty pretty rough. Uh, All right. Well, there was some other football played on the weekend. It was actually pretty exciting in a lot of these games. Uh, So start off Friday night, Broncos 12, Panthers 25. Um, You know, we talk about uninspiring wins. That was probably one of them.
2: Yeah, that was the – we spoke about the past. Obviously, you've got to give the Panthers credit for their 12-game winning streak, but they sort of stumbled against the Cowboys, against the Titans, against the Warriors, and then now against the Broncos. That that was a very insipid performance, wasn't it? And I think against most of the top eight competitors – They would have taken advantage of that sort of effort. So, yeah, it's been it's hard to maintain the heat, and um, they've done a great job until now. But that was definitely their worst performance in some time. And the Broncos suck, but we knew that.
0: Yep. Uh, Knights big bounce back, thirty eight to the Sharks, ten. The Ponga Donga show, and then the the craziness from from Mister Chad. Chad. What the hell was that?
2: Off his feet, dead ball, shoulder charge, I I questionably to the head. Good, he's lucky to only get what he got in that charge. That could have been a lot longer. (laughs)
0: It's just not his go. It's not his go. <laughs> I love,
2: I love when it <laughs> gets, gets wheeled out. It's not his go. Um,
0: at, the time,
1: <laughs> at the time, I didn't think it was going to be a send-off because well, – or I didn't think it should be a send-off because you compare that to Nasa's hit on Murata, and that was only 10 minutes. But then as I kept seeing it more, I'm like, this reminds me of the Hoppawati v. Galloway tactic.
0: It was close. I don't, yeah. think, it's, I don't think it's
2: as no, bad as that. It's not as bad it's, as similar- there are similarities because they both left their feet and went, like literally launched themselves at a player. But Hop- yeah. White, the difference was Hopwood he led with an elbow onto Galloway's face. Um, whereas Chad- yeah,
0: I, I, I missed it live, and then I watched the replay, and like I was just in utter disbelief. They <laughs> <laughs> had called time off three times, and I know he's trying to make up for for a, a seven tackle restart, yeah, trying to make a big on. play
2: for his team. But yeah, that's the hot blood got to him, and he just made a very very bad call.
0: So. But Newcastle show what they can do when they they have yeah. good ball and they're on song, and and Ponga was fantastic. Some great individual efforts. That's reminding the, me of our prime Hain there at times. Yes,
2: that footwork um, that he loves to step back off that left foot when he's at his prime. Um, but yeah, that's the Newcastle we know they can be, and much like with Parramatta, it's just a matter of whether they can find that form at the right time of the season, isn't it?
0: Yeah, and I'll give Newcastle a, a big pass mark this year. They've they've had probably the worst increase to their line out of any spine. teams in yep. the top eight. So yep.
2: So full credit to our uh, uh, the boys there and uh, their coach Adam
0: O'Brien, Adam O'Brien,
2: who is part of the BA coaching tree.
0: He is. Good friends they are, apparently. Uh, then on to uh, Friday night for the game, Storm 22, Rabbitoh 16. Um, Tom Brady, I mean so, Gary Smith. Yeah, I was just going to say, uh, it always, to me, felt like Storm were going to win this game.
2: Yeah, um, Rabbitoh shot out to the early lead in this game, didn't they, if I recall correctly?
0: They did, and Storm dragged them back in. Yeah, which that means... As soon as they went down, I think they were down by like two or f- four points, and they clawed it back just before half time. You just knew that they were going to punish uh, in I the in the second you, half you and put this punish in a, way too much ball.
2: the quality loss category for the Brumbies. They, you know, they wiped the towel fast when we were by far, you know, away from our best. So it was always a question mark as to how they could hang with the, like the other big dogs in the competition, the ones that are actually in form. And while they didn't win, they we, you know, pushed the storm. So they they got very sloppy though, like you said, Hamish in the second half, lots of drop ball, and then you know Cam Smith playing on out there. So.
1: Oh, he's just getting ready for when he goes to Florida, man. Don't In man. In case, in case Brady he's, goes exactly. out.
2: Exactly. He's going to inherit Brady's gig.
1: <laughs> also, I want to talk before that game. So they announced that he's going to retire, right? I don't understand, like, if you're not going to announce it this week or that game, why let it come out? Like, I'm going to retire into the, the year. I'm going to make an announcement. Like, he seems like an arrogant prick. He wants to have all the the airtime. Like, just...
2: I. I, I the more I, I think about it, the more I'm inclined to agree with you, Bertie, like he's obviously gonna go down as one of the, if not the greatest player of the game based on his achievements, his longevity, you know, the, the amount of games he's played is just absurd he's collected every accolade possible in the game. Yeah. But yeah, the more the more it's gone on, the way this saga's played out, it certainly feels like it's the Cam Smith show and
1: Well he did the same thing in the origin, like yeah, okay, you're gonna retire. Yeah. But Look, are you re- like, why don't you just announce it now? Why do you have to say, "Oh, I'm going to announce it in the year, but I'm retiring for now." Like I just don't understand like, that whole point. It's you know
2: sort of not not obviously the magnitude, but it's a little bit like LeBron's decision. You know, going back, yeah. you know, the, when he went to Miami. You know, obviously, like I said, huge, hugely incredible player. Going to go down as one of yeah. the greats, if not the great. But yes, the, there has been that element creeping into, uh, to his legacy sort of building. I think that as. Made him bigger than his team or the game at times.
1: Yeah, since that three sixty cam wankfest, whatever it was, you know, against us. Cam three six had, five. Yeah, yeah. He just had like I think he just loves the attention. And meanwhile, Cooper Cronk's just fading in the background, trying to be you know a bit quiet about it. Like, yeah, I don't know, that's just my that's just me nitpicking.
2: I yeah, I do hope that the Cam Smith retirement tour means that um the finals don't have any sort of intrinsic bias though.
0: Mm. And then on to the next game. This was a. Uh a bit of a battle for the Bulldogs, fourteen to the <laughs> eighteen.
2: Oh, they they have the like the, the chance to take the spoon out of their like you know and put it in the the Brisbane's grass has been there for the last couple of weeks. Had Canberra on the ropes last week, playing the plucky but you know not exactly potent Titans. And yeah, <laughs> the Dogs just ain't got it. They ain't got it.
0: Yeah, and and four and unfortunately, yeah, was a big injury. Yeah. Goal kicking, he has, to, he, he has to go to super league at this point.
2: Goal kicking was, um, absolutely dire from both teams. There, 14 18, three tries to four, but only one conversion apiece. So, if um, Nick Menny was better off the boot, they tie up the game and go to Golden Point. And if Ashtail was better off the boot, it's not even a contest. So, yeah, there
0: you go. <laughs> the craziest game of the round. Seagulls 32, West Tigers 34. It was all over with 15 yeah. minutes to go. Josh, and Josh, had Josh, Reynolds, and, and
2: Josh Reynolds and uh, Packer said, yep, this game's <laughs> over. We're out in halftime. And uh, the, the West Tigers disagreed.
0: Yep. Adam Dewey, take a bow. And uh, kicking under immense pressure there from the locals <laughs> yeah. At, yeah. at Manly coming through on the mics.
2: Compensate!
0: Compensate! <laughs> <laughs>
2: I mean, well, oh. well, well done to the Tigers, if only for perpetuating the ninth place meme by getting that win, um, because otherwise the Warriors would have taken over ninth place, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, this, yes, was, yeah.
1: this was a bad game. I couldn't watch I, I didn't know who to cheer for. Like, literally, I was, like, grinning my teeth. I was like, come on. Really, any other week, I'm happy, but I didn't want Manly to win. I
0: didn't want Tigers <laughs> to even win. Even Nofaluma but- hat-trick, he just uh, puts his claim up for an origin birth even more each week, doesn't he?
2: There was a... Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, another player, a little bit like Cam, that's probably been reading his own press a little bit, old no far.
0: <laughs> <But, laughs> yes, uh, I want to play far, and it'll get me out of here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, notable I- for Manly, there was a very good debut from a, a one-time Parry Junior and Josh Schuster, and I say Parry Junior, but he left us very early in the process to follow his brother uh, Peter at Manly. Um, he had a very good debut, but ended up getting syndesmosis. Syndesmosis,
0: Cinder- uh, yeah, uh, for the remainder ended of the game. just cramped. Oh, legit football is just crammed. Fuck. No, another tough bastard, a bit like Dillbags. Yeah. Playing <laughs> yeah. through syndismosis. Another, another
2: <laughs> absolute superstar in the juniors, too, much like Dylan. So, um, Schuster, you could tell he had the talent and had a nice little impression there. But yeah, aside from that, yeah, crazy finish, defense optional. Um, I don't think either team, <laughs> <laughs> either team would have been happy with the result.
0: Yeah, it's just one of those games where they're both the outside of the eight and they just uh, mayhem. Absolute rugby league <laughs> chaos. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The next game, Raiders six, Roosters eighteen. Roosters just turn the screws at the end of the game. Did you say
2: Raiders six, Roosters eighteen, or was it Raiders six, Sunny Bill Williams eighteen? (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, i tell you Bill what, Williams. he was taking 18 breaths a second at the end
2: of his stick. <laughs> oh, the Bill William Bill was not It was not a good game to do it for. The poor bastard was gone after the first set of six and was sucking in the
0: big one. Well, he was right? chasing around like a madman. He just wanted to be at everything. And like, yeah, I get it. The nerves after not playing for what since 2013. Yeah. yeah, But no, like, you know, it was just another player out there really, wasn't he?
1: Yeah. A pilot out as well for the season, so... That's Wait the no, I, heard, I, I didn't. That, didn't say that was,
2: didn't that say was news. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it, it I thought was season. He re, he resigned and changed. is back for the finals. I think wasn't the, uh,
0: the news? yeah yeah. Because then there was that news that he He was homesick and was going back to Brisbane, and then that changed the next day that he's re-signing yeah. with the Raiders. Like, yeah. yeah, rugby league media at its finest. Yes, sir. Um, in the last game of the round, I, I listened to a lot of this on the radio, and I only saw like the last ten minutes on. Uh, the telly, but Cowboys 23, what was it, a nine-game losing streak or something like that?
2: That sounds about uh, right, yeah.
0: Dragons 22, and uh, the field goal there being the difference at the end of the day in uh, over extra time, and uh, um,
2: five field goal attempts in Golden Point. Oh,
0: good. Yeah, who slotted it? Um, Valentine, Valentine Holmes, and yeah. yeah, his contract.
2: Yeah, million-dollar field goal right there, baby. I mean, good, good result for the Cowboys. They've been up against it for a while, like you said, that long losing streak. Um they've got the interim coach there who's been trying to get him up for a big win and just hasn't been able to do it. And then yeah, the dragons, yeah. So they've they've got their own issues now, the dragons, which you can probably get to in the news section. <laughs> but um
0: they got a new head coach. Yeah, old Griffin Ball. Uh <laughs> but for the Dragons, uh, uh sorry, for the Cowboys, old uh Moose uh not only did his teammates not want to celebrate with him, <laughs> the refs didn't want to either. <laughs> yeah, what a detestable bloke. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you reap what you yourself
2: and Maguire's done that for the length of his NRL career now, hasn't he?
0: He has. Uh, so no more meetings. He's had two months' worth of meetings, so yeah, he can go enjoy that one. Uh,
1: did, did he eye-gouge anyone in this, in this <laughs> game?
0: No. No, mm. got away without that one. Uh, all right, well, I think that wraps up other games, the women, they're already done for the season. Uh, not much else to go on, really, is there? Well, the
2: NRLW is coming, but we've got no interest in or like vested interest in that, have we? Parramatta have
0: no, we? it's still we the four teams, it. and yeah. I think they're going to expand uh, this year, but, but with the COVID everything, situation, everything that went of,
2: down sort of changed that, yeah,
0: yeah, put the kibosh on it. Uh, but yeah, when NRLW starts, we'll um, pack them in there too,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we've got uh, Schoolboy rugby, but that doesn't. That next round is the twenty eighth of September.
0: Oof. So yeah, we've got a couple of weeks till we get there. All right, well let's get into the preview then. So no, on news. Friday, news. We already did news. Oh, didn't we?
3: What's news?
0: Oh, all we've got is the the injuries. Morania, Corey's out yeah, till round on. twenty, broken ribs. Uh but bless the AC joints. uh for Reedy, he's he's playing. I feel
2: like the um the AC joints come up a fair bit in the last few weeks in the NRL. Cam
0: yeah, Smith. only a strain, not a not a busted one, but you're right, yeah. Cam Smith did his. Yeah, it's
3: getting warmer. You need the AC. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Tell you what it was out here, it was twenty seven degrees today. Jeez. Um
3: 340
0: years old. I'm
3: just
2: trying to was it I'm trying to think, was there any big in our own news this week that I'm forgetting about? Not really. I mean we talked about Anthony Griffin getting printed. Yeah. The
1: and, new um, CEO or was that last week? No,
2: abdo was this week, I think. So oh. It was made official. doesn't really
0: matter. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. It's, it's, it's the Valan Daddy show at the moment. So.
2: <laughs> and um, the Tigers are talking about culling plays, which is always the – this is the right time of year for that, isn't it? They're always culling plays at this time of year.
0: Should we want anyone? Nope. Oh, uh, look, <laughs> look. I'll Josh Reynolds to play hooker for the rest of the year, All even right. though the trade deadline's up.
2: I Ham and I were talking about this, and I wouldn't be opposed to Moses and buy on like Fine. two 200 or under, but that means that the Tigers would have to take on $750,000 – roughly, so
0: in dead what's cap. What's M by playing? Utility.
2: You, like, utility. yeah, your super utility and in reserve grade, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But um, that, that means I'd have to eat, like, 700, 750k of dead cap. So that's- I, I
0: don't know if I could bring on somebody that just doesn't have any awareness. Like you showed last week, there's a lot of overpaid, underperforming players. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> right, you just signed your own death warrant. <laughs> uh, no, I think I'd pass.
2: Although I think the the meme lord and me would want Benji at Parramatta just to so as a you know kind of the double barrel just fuck you to the Tigers, in reserves to help coach up the young guys.
0: Yeah, I, I, he still wants to be the show. So well, that's
2: that's the thing, no, isn't it? That Benji that. wants to play first, and you have to respect that, and that's what you want from a guy to come in and challenge for first. But he's not going to get it at Parramatta.
0: He'd be fine at the Bulldogs. It'd be a bit good. That's that's actually them. probably a good fit. Yeah.
3: Yeah, him and Blake Green. <laughs>
0: Yeah, bless, well... Bless those names.
1: Actually, you know what would be right. Him and Kieran Foran might be okay.
0: For and they're not going to sign him. They already signed Black Green, and he's done his... um ACL won't be back till May next year.
1: <clears throat> no, legit, I don't think anyone in the... Like, <laughs> you can probably make a stretch, maybe Blaw if we need depth, but I don't think there's anyone in the, in the Tigers squad that can actually improve our squad, to be honest, like... I, just, I, just, I don't know. It's, it's funny how you think of it. Like, maybe Harry Grant, but even then, I'm happy with Marnie. Like
0: well, he's not really. But yet, Harry isn't really. contracted. Yeah. He's kind of oh. storm.
1: Yeah, that's why I, you know, I don't envy uh, the Tigers fans. I actually fucking laugh at them every <laughs> night team next year.
0: Don't bully.
2: No cyber bully.
0: Yeah. Okay, let's pass on that. Let's get to the preview. Friday night, 11th of September, 2020 at 7.55 p.m. The Battle of the West Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. Uh, <laughs> Panthers in first paying $1.37 to the Eels in third paying $3.10 yeah, on yes. Channel 9, KO, Foxtel and Live Pass. That's about uh, is. We're meant to get been. a bit of rain on Wednesday and Thursday, so it might be a little bit uh, wet and boggy. No. Penrith, that, that ground seems to retain water. It's always nice uh, uh, out that way, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Let's have a look at the team. Oh, and you can't get tickets. They were sold out a couple of weeks ago. Yeah,
2: the, the Panthers put out notification that they were exhausted allocation at least two to two and a half weeks before the game.
0: Yep. Uh, let's get to the team list. Dylan Edwards at fullback. On the wings, Josh Mansour and Brian To'o. In the centres, Brenton Naden and Stephen Crichton. Uh, so that's Wonga Blake's son. Uh, in the halves throughout <laughs> July, Nathan Cleary. Forwards, James Tamar, captain, and James Fisher-Harris. Apisai Corasau at hooker. Viliami Kikau, Liam Martin in the second row. Isai Yeo returns from that nasty head knock he had a couple of weeks back at lock. Tyrone May on the interchange bench. Is it Lino Spencer Lino? Yep. Moses Liotta and Zane Tedavano. Extended bench Boo. is
2: Mitch. Boo. Zane
0: <laughs> Mitch Kenny, Kurt Cape, well, uh, Matt Burton and Charlie <laughs> Staines. Uh, the Eels are Clint Gutherson at fullback and captain on the wings. Maker Sebo, Blake Ferguson, up Michael Jennings, Wonga Blake, in the halves, Jyfield, Mitch Moses, forwards, Regan Campbell-Gillard, Junior Paulo, Reed Marnie returns at hooker. Uh, but we think he'll probably have a bit of a significant spell. Sean Lane, <laughs> Ryan Madison, second row, Nathan Brown at lock, interchange, Race Stone, Andrew Davy replaces Mariah Neokoro. Kane Evans, Oregon, Kafusi, Extended Bench, Hayes, Dunster, Stefano, Otuikumanu, Will Smith, Sam Hughes. gets, Is that the first time he's been the on first the time Extended
2: in Bench? Team list Tuesday. Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah, you get a, your first look at Samuel Hughes, although on the NRL.com website, he does not have a picture. So just imagine the biggest human being you've ever seen.
2: <laughs> he's not far off with these days. He's a, a big bopper <laughs> for a young lad. So, a very bright future for Sam Hughes. And you know, maybe in the coming weeks, you might get a quick look at him, depending on where that bench situation goes, but definitely write that name down for 2021.
0: Okay, so we're looking at this Reed Marnie AC sprain. We think Ray Stone might have a lengthier stint at dummy half than he has in at least the last two or three weeks. About 30 minutes, we reckon?
2: Well, 30 minutes is where he's played for the last two weeks. Uh
0: yeah, but Reed still seems to have been on the field at some points there as well. So he played like a semi sort of forward slash dummy half role. Or am, am I missing?
2: Um, there was a slight overlap against South Sydney, but I think Stone spent most of the game with dummy half there. Um, yep. And then this but, week, this last week against the Warriors, I'm not sure where the injury overlap yep. occurred.
3: Hem there was a fair better. bit of overlap. There so Stoney was on while Reed was still there on for a, quite
2: a few. Th- yeah. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they spit. I mean, there's still a chance that Reed might not play. You've got Will Smith in the 21, which I know terrifies most fans, but um, you can go Stone-Smith, and it's not ideal, but uh, it's an option. You could also go uh, Guffo could deputise a dummy half for a bit. We've used that in the past, and then use Stone for the rest of the minutes. So there's options here if um, Reed doesn't play, but you'd you'd think he probably pushes through the pain
0: barrier. And we expect Oregon. He had a bit of a tummy bug last week.
2: Initially, I was miffed. I was like, how do you only play eight or nine minutes? And then, yeah, in the post-match press, it was revealed that he had that Upset stomach, that viral thing, you know, 24 hour bug, whatever it was.
0: Uh, so, we do you Yeah, dodgy. <laughs> dodgy about <kibab> <laughs> at uh, Central Coast? They don't do them well down in Gosford. No, uh, don't cook them right through. Jeez. <laughs> uh, but we expect him to have a few more minutes this, this time around. Which
3: will yeah, help for sure. Out. Yeah. I actually expect him to take Marada's um, role off the bench. I think so. Yep. Give him, you know, 30, 40 minutes. Come on, just try and wreck
0: as much havoc as possible.
2: God, the the Morata loss is actually sneaky big, isn't it? He's just been mm-hmm. so good off the bench for us. Guy just brings the juice.
0: Do we reckon Davey will play a little bit of edge and bring R- Matto into the? Another, serve? another yeah, that's point.
2: another good call, um, Hamish. That's absolutely
0: or Lane. Um, both, I, I was thinking Matto, He seems to play a bit more in the middle. And from what right edge I've seems been to be Davy's
2: preferred spot. I think so. That gives you the two birds of one stone. And we've we've definitely put Matto in the middle at times this year. So, but then again, Lane's done the same job as it's why Ham sort of jumped to it. I think Lane's absolutely played for the middle, in the middle for us in the past.
3: Even Davey could play in the middle.
2: Another, I mean, he's got the size. So it just yeah, depends, I suppose, it depends on where we think you get the best matchups. If you want to keep that, because Madison's probably important to that right edge defense as well. So maybe you keep him there to help keep Wanger and, and Moses short up there. And then you let Davey sort of tee off in the middle for, a you know, 10 15.
3: I'd love to see his, um, Jay Field, a little
0: offload from, uh, uh, Davey there, right in the middle, yeah, I hope and we- so we reckon. Uh, my, my, sorry, just to cut you off. That's no, for right,
2: mate. I was going to make a small comment anyway. So go.
0: I was just going to say. I think we'll see. We we're talking about props having extended minutes. I think we'll see extended minutes from Junior Paulo and Regal, Regan Campbell Gillard in this mm-hmm. game, playing 30, 30 or thirty-five in the first stint because uh, Penrith bench they've been holding the fort um, when they come on. So uh, I, I think b a will call on his starters uh, to play extended minutes in yeah
2: with no Murata, who's really that leader off the bench, I think that's a very safe um very safe call that they'll leverage the two Premier props for bigger minutes
3: or, and especially because like you know if if we do win this game, top four is pretty much cemented in mm. the next two weeks we've got
2: you can experiment and then longers. and tinker.
3: yeah you can sort of you know maybe only give them twenty or thirty minutes in those two games and then and if you want that's
0: game. right,
2: exactly. Exactly, so I mean, we're we we're, we're rank outsiders for a reason because we're banged up and our, our form's been a bit spotty. But this is and a big game five to five day turnaround.
0: Yeah, and a five, yeah.
2: That, that's a huge thing too—a five-day turnaround. But maybe I think they, that's not of, a
0: bad thing for us. Yeah, as, just at that, this point in time, we, we can't we
2: can't overthink the game. Maybe so maybe it helps streamline stuff for us. What I was going to say is that so
0: what they'll train tomorrow for their first time since Sunday, uh, and would, then they'll, they'll have to captain on Thursday.
2: We'll trained today, I'd say.
0: Okay, but it would have been a half recovery. That's right. It would have session. been. It
2: would have been a half session. Yeah. Um, but what I was going to say is a, a corollary to what Ham was saying. I, I do hope that we continue to try and integrate Jay Field into some of this stuff because while he isn't, you know, the ball player that Dylan is, and Dylan's obviously a sensational player and a, you know almost an outright superstar at this point in his career, which is crazy to say. But um, Jay's just that acceleration is such a game changer, isn't it? And we saw it against him.
1: You can probably play him fullback and move Guffer to the halves because if you look at that try, Guffer was, you know, I just, I don't know. He's got the speed to, ter- to frighten teams. In, in, know, attack, I think,
2: you, in attack, you could definitely experiment with it, but yeah. Gufferson brings oh, so yeah. much value to the team defensively in that role. So yeah, I think there's definitely options there to flex out field <clears throat> into wider spots in the back line and let Gufferson be the primary ball handler down the left edge. Yeah, I, just, I, I hope that, like Ham was alluding to, he's sort of encouraged to lurk around those forwards and, and look for those opportunities off second-face play to use his acceleration and footwork to torment the Panthers.
0: One thing I really want to see is Moses' short kicking game, but when I say short, in the air, bombing at the line. Uh, putting those bombs up for Wanga Blake and Blake Ferguson yeah. and whoever, if they're up against Josh Mansour, that's where we should be going. High even, balls, that area, even, dunk on him.
2: Even Ryan Madison, that entire edge is just insane under the high ball, isn't it? They're all 190 plus and very capable um, in the air to get off the ground and catch the ball and high point it. So good call. Well,
3: even um, Laney on... Uh, 10 number, 10 number Liam four. Martin or William? Liam yeah, yeah. yeah. He's quite short too, so I think you might be able to exploit there. Um feel like... Brian Toto oh, plays right wing. So, yeah, our right side will be up against Mansour and Crichton.
0: But the game's going to be one right in the middle of the field, oh. like most of them are. That's where we're going to have to go toe-to-toe with Pen- Penrith for the full 80. Um, and, you know, even if we're not up on the scoreboard or, or we're one or two tries behind on the scoreboard like we were earlier in the year, um, we've shown that we can break them apart from long range. Uh, so, yeah, they've just got to keep mentally in this game. Uh, up to their eyeballs and and moses is really going to have to step up in this game because if we're going to win it it's going to be off the back of his boot
2: uh, speaking of moses and i know we've we've obviously covered him heavily in this podcast already and he's definitely trying to take on the line more i would like to see him start to attack the short side like he used to he's sort of gone away from that but he used to be so good at it so i wonder if that's something he's either keeping up his sleeve or he just has gone away from because of his you know becoming more well rounded game manager no,
0: I'd like I, to see. Him. I, th- I think part of it is is that injuries carrying. He's that 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 ankle's obvious, um, but it didn't seem to hamper him as much in that last game. So, mm-hmm. uh, we'll we'll have to see whether sorry that calf. I mean not ankle, uh, but we'll see if he he can turn up something like that. But you are right, especially down that right edge. That's where we had a lot of joy against Stephen Crichton last time uh, with Wang Blake yeah, one he, one. Yeah, we
2: bought a Wonga, let him post up against Crichton, and then just you know. Leave him on an island and either beat him outright or <clears throat> find support on the inside. So definitely something we can look to exploit. I think.
1: I want to see more of that play that um, we had a couple of years ago with Moses and Will Smith, but that inside ball, the
0: flat line ball. Yeah,
1: yeah. I want to because obviously Moses can't run with that calf. I just think that
2: um you know, that, that smells like a finals move to me.
0: That's, yeah, that's it uh, does. Uh, yeah. That's okay. that's well, the the old Philly special. That's the yeah the old Philly <laughs> special. The eel yeah, special. <laughs>
2: that that's um, something. I mean maybe they don't use it, but that smells like something they're going to bring out in the finals if it's ever going to come out.
3: Yeah, because that is a very well worked play. Well, when you watch it, especially, I think it's up against Melbourne. Maybe yeah. When we yeah yeah it, yeah, it smell, was there, the Melbourne it's game. It's just like everything about it was just
0: perfect because the the inside. It's a, it's a very it's a very hard ball to throw too. Yeah. yeah, and yeah.
2: that's why it's so yeah. hard to defend against because it's such an insane pass.
3: And there's so many options there. Like, he could have hit, I think there's about four different options that he gives himself with that one play, which is, that's ridiculous. So, yeah, I I would like, I too would like to see that because I do like a well-worked try. But that, uh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe a grand final today.
0: Well, well, let's have a look at this head-to-head since 1998, 41 games, Eels 21 to 20. So we've got the one-game lead over Penrith in the modern era. Our last two outings, we won sixteen ten, and then on the reverse last year, Panthers won that game sixteen ten. Then I just want to have a look overall winning percentage. Penrith are only at forty seven percent, and we're at forty eight percent. It's uh, that's alarming that we've won so many more <laughs> games than them in the modern era. Given how dire some of our seasons have been, yeah, six year period between twenty ten to twenty sixteen.
3: But that's how dire they were when they get how many. How many years did they get, like, 2,000 people out of Penrith? Yeah. Like, they've, they've been shit, but they, they haven't been wooden spoon shit. That's probably, like... But they have been 2002 they won the wooden spoon?
2: Yeah.
1: Well, last we're like, you know, we're borderline similar to Knights nice a few years back, hovering around that bottom two, three, and it, dark times at the clubs. So.
2: Yeah. Do we, um, do we, one question I wanted to ask you guys about this game. Would you be content with a quality loss in this game, given everything that's sort of stacked up against us, either outright injuries or guys being really banged up? off a short turnaround up against, you know, one of the most informed teams in the comp is a, is a good loss. Uh, okay.
1: No
0: loss is good, but oh. if we're playing them close and we're mentally tough in the game, I think yeah. I'd be happy with that, especially through the middle of the park. I don't want to see them wilt like they did against South Sydney.
1: I will say this, right? I'd rather not
3: win this game, but if we beat them in the finals. Oh,
2: man, <laughs> yeah. 100%, 100% oh, yeah. everything,
3: yeah. But also, Just play- if, we, if we win this game, we've got a mental edge over them. Like if yeah, we
0: yeah, that's. that I think we wouldn't play play them until later in the finals, if that's yeah. because we'd end up finishing third. third I think if we lose it. this game, we finish fourth, and we have to play Penrith at where are they playing at? They can't play at the SFS, so a- Sydney a- Cricket Ground or ANZ. Um, first week of the finals. They yeah, certainly yeah, they might play at Bankwest. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think if we if we can
3: win this game, I'm not expecting us to, but if we win this game, mm. then that gives us a mental edge over them, like Parramatta. Yeah, been us all year, and they've done it twice. I'd rather have a simple game as well, not,
1: not show too much. Because, like, if we if we show up all our plays, like, I know I was mentioning we should do that inside plays, but just thinking about I'm, it, I don't want to expose all, too
2: I'm much I'm all for that, Bertie, but in saying that, we haven't been able to even do the simple stuff right consistently. Yeah. So, yes, I am fine for saving a lot of the special sauce for the finals. And I don't doubt that there is some big players that have got put in on ice for the finals. But, yeah, just we've been so clunky at times. So if I can sort that out, then, yes, keep it simple and, and sort of just try and win the game I'm on not- physicality I'm looking density. at
1: it I'm looking at it like an NFL fan where it's just a preseason don't show off anything keep it fa- keep it simple and then let the fancy stuff happen towards the end that's what I'm thinking but if we lose if we lose I'll, I'll accept a less than 12 points loss but if we get flogged I'm gonna be fucking next week here spitting and fucking and screaming <laughs> like
0: just, yeah just yeah all right well let's get predictions birdie
1: <laughs> okay so I reckon we we're gonna win 1918 and I think guffo's gonna kick the field goal and first try scorer, I'm gonna go with Michael Jennings and he's gonna do that Shush emoji again. And yeah, I just I just think okay, I think if we're gonna win, we're gonna get really lucky, like score off a kick, we're gonna we're gonna be in a like Panthers, besides you know, the Sharks or Manly, they don't or in Broncos, they don't put teams away, you know, a lot of the games like the last five minutes, and I think we're just gonna be there in the last minute and last five minutes we're gonna, you know, score off a like a last last time we played them where we scored off that try that bounced Bounce to the ball, bounce to our uh, Meadows. That's what I reckon.
3: So is it gonna be done in the 80 or is it gonna be 80 plus?
1: No, nah, it'll be a re- regular time. We'll kick it. I reckon we'll kick it within 10 minutes left and we'll just defend defend our whole fucking lives and shit, you know, but I don't think extra time. If it's extra time, we're gonna be screwed, especially with the short turnaround, so yeah.
0: Hamel 40. Who wants to get an X40? I think
2: I think I'm usually in line now, so I'll jump in. Yeah, this is another game where the head says that we're probably gonna lose. Just like I said, on the, on that weight of things I was talking about before between guys being banged up or outright injured and, and not playing, our backs are up against the wall. So, logically, I think Panthers probably prevail. But I am going to tip Parramatta. Um, unless you guys want me to tip against us like I did against Melbourne. Huh? And we get the shutout and then we get smashed the following week. So, no. <laughs> um, I'll tip Parramatta to win. Like Bertie, I'm going to go for a narrow margin. Um, you went 19-18, didn't you, Bertie? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 20-18. to 18. I'm going to give you the odd prices, right? And then um, I'll go... Since the man broke his drought, we're going to go back to Furco, go back to the water, and um, and give the big man the first try of the game.
3: Yep. Um, I have a feeling that this is going to be your score prediction, Hamish. Um, Parramatta to win sixteen ten. Continue the trend. Am I right? No, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. Um, first try scorer will be Nathan Brown. Put your money on it.
2: But will he get baited? That's the question.
0: Will he get baited? He'll he'll be he'll be he'll be the master bait. He'll
2: he'll be, he'll bait that <laughs> smarter and our glorious leader.
0: Um, so put me down for eighteen sixteen eels. Wonga Blake first try scorer.
2: Yeah, I was floating with eighteen sixteen and end up you know going over birdie instead.
0: So I think if we win, it's a close game for sure, right? Has yeah. to be, and we can we can't let in any more than two tries. I don't think.
3: Uh, and just quickly, um, I did say on Twitter that I would talk about Sam Hughes. I know we talked about it a little bit before. Um, for Kit Walker on Twitter, starts his background. Uh, Sam Hughes come to us from the Cronulla Sharks as a center. Um, in the Harold Mats. In the Harold Mats, are so 15 years old. Any particular, players he models his game on.
0: Um,
2: he, he's interesting because he's, he's big, athletic, like he's mobile, but I wouldn't say he's like insanely mobile, but he is like for his size, has good footwork and, and ability to move laterally. So he played lock in his um, first season for us, but also on the edges at times too. So he's um, very good in the red zone. Um, high work rate, high impact. He's just a really well balanced prop, isn't
3: he, Ham? So it's it's kind of difficult yeah, to good ball play, good ball playing ability. Yeah, like he's not he's
2: not no, junior Paul no. in get, terms of offloads. Takiaho
3: from Roosters? But...
2: yeah, a little bit. I mean, Takiaho moves really well for a big man. Like he's got a good a
1: bigger.
2: Um, got a really nice step. But um, yeah, Hughes is just like a, a really well balanced prop. So I'm trying to think of. I think at one point in time I might have re- I referenced him to Matt Scott, but Scott was a lot uh, more compact and. And uh, you know, fridge like whereas Hughes is 192, 193 and um 112 kilos, if I'm not mistaken. So he's got the size to be like that prototypical modern prop.
1: What about the guy from the Storm? What's his name? Tino for some oh, no. uh, T- Tino
2: Tino's more explosive as well. Um, whereas yeah, Tino's another special player as well. So the you know, Titans obviously lavish big dolls on him that look like they're gonna get a good investment there. Yeah, um. The one player I said to him in the, in the preview about this was maybe um, Jesse Bromwich from Melbourne in his peak. You know, that really mobile, busy, can offload, like does everything really well, but perhaps not like truly outstanding at anything, but like at his peak sort of just did every facet of the game really well. Yeah.
3: I'll take I'll uh, take that. Um, one thing I will say about Sam Hughes, like I said, gets who loves getting through a mountain of work. Um, was in a preseason tr- trial match. I think he made three or four tackles for about five sets in a row, um, and that was including... Uh, at least it hit up every set when we had the ball. So just loves, just loves getting through the work. Loves getting hands on the ball. So you're
1: telling me, loves me a potential super coach cash cow next year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the depth. depth,
3: down depth. depth. That's a bit.
2: Yeah, don't forget he's playing behind two very well uh, established props. Apparently.
0: Uh, yeah, correct. So you got it. Uh, CG he could take out that bench spot with Kano going and of course with Stefano well Stefano's hardly even made the bench he, he might have that Stefano role next year he might I think
2: uh, he, yeah I think he plays yeah he plays get the, a the game first or prop.
0: two But I think yeah I was just gonna say on him You made the point before but getting him in in that uh, extended bench get him into the game day, that sort of thing uh, it's certainly something that be able to do for players that he's going to give a run at some point. Uh, to get him used to to what that feels like to do a proper game day prep, even if you're not going to take the yeah, field. Did
3: you notice um, Hayes Dunster was out there with the uh, team warming up on Sunday? And he's put on a, a good weight, good weight, I will say. He, he's definitely bigger than when I saw him last, which was um, round one, reserve grade. And he's. Yeah,
2: yeah I think 60's talked to about it on to the. He um,
3: looks similar size to.
2: Yeah, 60's talked about it on the Parrot podcast at times. And I think he's been very diligent. Um, since the COVID break um, in the weight room and, and dietary wise, making sure he gets that first grade size added to his frame. So um, that's one to monitor as well, uh, as far as maybe gets a chance this year at some point in the coming weeks, but definitely next year is a deaf guy. I
0: was just going to say early, early prediction do we reckon we'll rest somebody like uh, uh, Michael Jennings in I, the next two weeks? If, and, if we, and if give, we um,
2: secure the top the four game. spot this week, I think that's definitely an option. Yeah. Sam Hughes and Hayston's to be the two guys that come to mind insofar as either Fergo gets that second break to maintenance that knee, a little pit stop and, and drain the fluids or something, and then um or, or Janko's another option, like you said, Hamish. And then the other guy... The, the other one's interesting because, I don't know, I mean, Andrew David could just drop off the bench and make way for Sam Hughes, I suppose. so.
0: I think we're up there for Game Chat, go the Eels. Uh, good stuff on Friday night. Uh, let's hope it's good showing in uh, Battle West version 2 or take 2, electric look, boogaloo. But then in non-Eels games... Uh, the tennis—that's a big one. Uh, don't smash. A, going to have a New York Open uh, champion
2: for the first time in, in forever. Yes,
0: um, yeah, just crazy stuff. And I assume um, nobody was dumb enough to have him in his... I was contemplating putting him in a multi, but he was paying a dollar and two cents. And then I saw all these memes on like the the Reddit uh, uh, betting uh, subreddits. Like, oh, yeah, he's frigged by multi. Why would you put something like that in your multi? Crazy stuff. Uh, NBA finals have been pretty good. You been watching that 40?
2: Yeah. um We had Miami jump out to that big 2-0 lead over the <laughs> box. <Bucks>. Sorry. Ham? What? <laughs> Ham just laughed, didn't he? you
0: I- breaking up a little bit there.
2: Oh, my internet's dropping out. Sorry, boys. Oh, yeah, he was- did laugh. But I think it was just...
0: All right, and we've got NFL upcoming this week, so we all look to enjoy that. Uh, the Washington football team will play their first game on Monday at 3 a.m. against uh, the Eagles, Birdie. Your be- your, your favourite team.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trying to be smart or what? <laughs> to... yeah. I, will, I will say uh, it's fitting that we got the last dub against the Redskins, and the Philadelphia will be the first team to lose against them. So... Um... Yeah.
0: Yeah, you guys know, have just been massacred by injuries yet again. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, Eagles have been massacred by oh, injuries yet again. Oh, well,
1: it's just—it's like have taxes and Carson Wentz always injured. The guy hasn't been the same since that, you know, injury to his knee. And other than that, um, yeah, fantasy football season—I've done mine. I'm in about three comps. You know, um, you know it's, it's 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 really fun because compared to N- NRL, like I don't watch much NRL besides Parramatta play. But for NFL, I'm getting up watching all games. Like, it's very, um, because no wonder it's massive in America. It's a, it's a lot of money involved. And
0: are they going to have Redstone again back on Fox? Because I'm, off. <laughs> I,
1: don't, I, think, I don't think, I think it's on, um, if anything, it'll be on 7 mate. But even then, actually, you know what? There's a guy I follow on Twitter. His name, I think he's named Adam, no, not Adam Hall, sorry, uh, Laurie Horish. He's doing a show. As well, it's going to be on ESPN, it's, I think. Sorry, that's, that's not. I mean awesome
0: ESPN this. if they're doing Red Zone because it got taken off by NFL last year, and you had to have Game Pass. But yeah. like, I looked at getting Game Pass, and it's 280 freaking eighty dollars this yeah, year. it's not. A, I, it's
1: not. A, yeah. um, like, I if think it's,
0: it's one hundred and fifty bucks. I'll do it, but two seventy is insane. Yeah,
1: it's, it's actually. Actually, gonna be a Monday Arvo NFL show, so actually I might be wrong.
0: <laughs> yes, but um, I might have to get the uh.
1: I'll retweet. Oh, actually, I've retweeted the link. So I retweeted the tweet. So, but um, it's gonna be after the Sunday night Sunday night football. So well, that's
0: right. It's actually,
1: on, it's actually on Facebook Live. Fuck! I, I gotta get. I gotta get better with this shit. But um, yeah, I'll, I'll re- check my Twitter. I'll retweet along with a lot of um West Tigers memes. So yeah,
0: and I'll you've got got the Cowboys. You'll be playing at ten am. I've got to get up at three am on Monday. So. Maybe.
1: You think um, your Packers will do better than thirteen and three last year, or you reckon-
0: um, I think we'll probably do a little bit worse, uh, but I still think we'll make the playoffs. I think
1: Vikings are going to shit the bed. And I think Bears will take their spot.
0: I don't know, but um, Bears Bears have got Trubisky starting. I just like, yeah
1: think that, or, or I reckon come you know week two, week three, Nick Foles will play. easy. I, I think
0: Nick Foles will play week two, but they're mm. still going with Kiss Titties to start the year. So I just
1: think Vikings have just screwed their cap and they're sh- they've just lost they've just lost the plot they've lost Diggs they've lost Everson Griffin like I don't know I think Cousin got
0: lucky last year, so we'll see. Lions might be sneaky good
1: They just signed AP So it's always good to see um, First ballot Hall of Famer Still play So
0: right, Too easy Well we might be Screaming into the void There with 40's Internet issues But uh, (laughs) we'll wrap up The pod there And uh, best of luck For the Eels On Friday night And uh, good luck To all of you Getting up early I know me and Ham Will be uh, discussing The Packers at 3am I know
1: 40 will be Happy with the Niners This year So they'll be Cheering them on
0: (laughs) (laughs) Jimmy G, what's <laughs> the way? Okay, see you later, guys. Yeah, Cheers.
1: Like